Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Welcome back to another episode of Who's Really the Boss podcast. Hey, thanks for having me back. Just the two of us again. Yeah, I can sing. Just, you could? Yeah, I could. <laughs> nice. Nice. This just took a whole new direction. I feel, yeah, with the microphone and the, and the mood lighting, you know, it's all good. And the latte, that may True, be helping yeah. as well. I don't know what Noah put in the latte, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, top of mind for us, um, we are recording at the end of the school year. And this school year we have mentioned over and over again is really special because our oldest daughter, Kinley, is graduating. And so uh, as we kind of wrap up the end of her schooling, which I told her yesterday, I am so proud of you that you made it through all, I guess, 13 years of schooling. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, man, I didn't think I was going to make it. Like, as your parent, I didn't know if I was prepared enough to help you get through high school. I did it once. I didn't know if I could do it twice. Um, So she laughed. But Yeah, I don't know which years are the worst. Uh, You know, if it's like the junior high years, the late elementary years, it seems like every chapter has a challenge now with kids and everything that's thrown at them. Um, I remember one time or multiple times you would say it's either them or me uh, once we get to, I think, teen years. And then the teen years got there and it wasn't as bad as we thought, or maybe we were just in the moment. And there's been some days or weeks, you know, where uh, it's just, you deal with it and move on. But I think the as parents, you want people on the other side of this, you want people that you've uh, raised to want to spend time with you, and hopefully they do. Uh, that's yet to be seen. So we'll see. Uh, I think we've we've created some pretty cool people. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, there are definitely moments. And those stories are probably more entertaining to tell. I think that's why we tell about like the drama or the trauma moments, um, because they're, they're more entertaining. They're more exciting. It's kind of awkward to tell people that, yeah, my, my kid sets her own alarm. She puts herself to bed. She makes her own lunches. She handles her own schoolwork, homework applications. Like we don't do a whole lot. She runs a whole business and, uh, we kind of stay back and let her do that. And, um, so that's not really, I mean, that's kind of, uh, maybe maybe boring or like braggadocious to, to say and kind of repeat all of those things. This is, this one is dedicated to Kinley. Um, we'll talk about Avery obviously for the next two full years when, while she's the only one at home, because she's a pretty awesome human too. Um, but for sure people kind of are just like, how did you, how did you do that? What did you do? Uh, As far as Kinley is concerned? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could take credit, but that's probably a lot of it goes to you and the different people that have shaped her along the way from her teachers and friends and our friends and family that have supported her. And then, 
you know, even like the, the paid professionals, doctors and counselors and people that we've had there to support her, just because we know that, you know, obviously like mental health and things are an issue, especially with social media and bullying and all that. And, you know, we haven't had it as bad as some, but still, you know, it's just one of those things where it's hard to grow up and be a kid nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think if we have seen or talked to any of the listeners in the last four weeks, they probably know all about Kinley and her plans uh, coming up for the fall and beyond. But just in case there's someone listening who hasn't talked to us uh, in the last two to three weeks, uh, what is probably the most exciting news that we have up to this point? Uh, it changes on a daily basis, right? <laughs> you know, so uh, she is going to college, which even that, so have been very proud of her business, right? And the business that she created. So she is going to college as parents. We're kind of open to where maybe college wasn't the right path for her either. And, you know, you and I both, I mean, you've got a bachelor's degree, I've got a bachelor's and master's and my CPA and all that stuff. At the end of the day, working with so many small business owners, we realize like sometimes a college education is just a a piece of paper and it does mature you. It does give you a path to kind of transition to a next chapter in life. So there is that. And I think that's good that she is choosing that for her path, but it wasn't a necessarily required to go to college, but she, she did apply and she did get accepted to now four different colleges. Uh, She did want to move away to go to college. Uh, We thought she was maybe going to swim and, college and then that um kind of lost she lost the the fire there and now she's just going to be a student at smu in dallas um the part that's changing every day is does she go to smu in the spring which we originally thought was the case or does she go to smu in the fall and if she goes in the spring there is this opportunity to have a study abroad her first semester which is what we were really excited about because um that study abroad is actually in lugano switzerland which is kind of north of italy and right there in that lake como region which we've never been to europe before so it gives us an excuse to go to europe uh twice actually this year uh if she does choose that but like we said, that you know, it's like a day-to-day thing in our life right now. And SMU reached out this week and said, hey, you can come in the fall now if you want to. And so now we're trying to figure out what's the best path. And ultimately, it's her decision. But, um, you know, it impacts all of us, uh, too. So Yeah, so for three weeks, we were prepared for. And definitely for me... Um, I said in the beginning, I'm like, yes, this is really cool for someone else's kid uh, because that's my firstborn child that I'm sending 13 hours away by plane. And so, um, but was really at peace with the decision. And so that's kind of where I was at. You know, when people ask like, how did she, how did she start this business or how did she start sewing of all things this last year and, you know, busted out two shirts and gifts for friends and all these things. Um, and she's only been sewing for a month. And so anyway, all of those things that are so incredible about her, and it really got me to thinking about how can I be at peace sending her, you know, to a foreign country 
there will be in some areas that she travels to while she's there a language barrier. She speaks some Spanish. Uh, Spanish is not even offered at the college. I, I think every other language is, but Spanish Italian, is not. Spanish. That's kinda, right. Yeah. Um, you know, no friends. She does not know one person yet that is going. Not one. So not one person from here. Not one person. An acquaintance. Nothing. She a, a friend of a friend. She doesn't know anyone. And and then you know, really her business will stop. She will have to really, really want to do it to make it happen. Um, She won't be able to carry all of the things from home. So she would have to figure a lot of things out. So there's a lot of reasons to not be at peace with the decision to send her to Switzerland. Um, But I am at peace. And I think that a lot of the things that we put in place intentionally or unintentionally um, from really early in her life kind of contribute to that. Yeah. um, That's the hard thing for me in this moment right now, because we both were at peace with her going away. And then now things may change if she does (laughs) want to start there in the fall. And uh, I believe there's no financial incentive to start um, anytime there, actually. And so it's one of those where as she began to build her business, and for those of you that, that don't follow her on Instagram, Kinley's Confections, um, she still has quite a bit of followers and creates content and does things and has a in-home bakery where she does magical um, things. And so <laughs> with that, um, that was all self-taught. Like she did her own social media. She can do her own Instagram and editing and TikTok and I don't know where all else she is. And it's a lot easier to sell cakes than it is accounting services. Um, It's just people want to watch that. And people that we know are like, I just stare at her videos for hours and hours and hours. And um, the the videos are a lot different than it being shot in the house. Uh, I think what happens in the house over hours and baking the cake and then uh, putting it all together and then shooting it and doing all of that. And that's condensed down into like a 30 second, you know, clip. That's right. um, it, it's different. It's, it's very polished uh, than what we live through. We only see the behind the scenes a lot of times. And then we do have to go like her, uh, her uh, Instagram posts. So she does get one or two more clicks, but that's the, the piece that she's, she's self-taught in that, or in that aspect and her, future, whether or not she owns a business that does cakes or that does advertising and social media or marketing, um, she's going to be fine. Right. And I think that's the piece where as a parent, you said it where she took a sewing machine out of a box and learned how to use it in like 10 minutes, her going across to Europe, she'll be fine. Right. You know, she'll figure it out. Um, because like, you know, I think that's awesome that that's the kid we raised. And, you know, as a parent, you're like, just have to come nothing more than peace at this point. Yeah. And it, this is all to her credit, but it will make you sad because I have started taking back over some of the sales calls within DBA, but her mother's day treat boxes, I sold eight treat boxes for her in about a 15 minute time period. (laughs) So if I could just do that with our uh, full service accounting, that would be great. Um, But so far, pretty easy to uh, back your kid. It probably has something to do with just the over amount of 
passion and support and belief that I have in her. I have that same for our team for sure. But, um, I think it's just not as exciting. It's not yeah. as delicious as cake, right? Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe we can acquire her business and you know do that. As maybe a do side hustle new, or new clients. New yeah. clients start getting. Um, I really wanted to take this time though because I am so application based of like we don't have the magic pill and we don't have the if you do this then this will for sure happen. But just wanted to kind of highlight some of the things again that. A lot of times I didn't feel that they were right. But from a very early age, we encouraged responsibility in her. Um, this will be something I'm sure she talks about as a trauma with her uh, counselors later in life. So, um, but we did have her set her own alarm. We did have her. And this was even inspired by her swim coaches. They told us at the first parent meeting when she was seven years old, I think, you do not carry their bags. You don't pack their swim bags. You don't pack their swim meat bags. You don't carry them in for them. They need to be able to manage their own things, and they need to be able to remember to get them together. So you don't do it as much as you will want to jump in and help. And I think for me... Um, I see a lot of moms who do a lot for their kids. It's it's their gift. It's the way that they show love um, to do those things for their kids. And it almost makes you feel like you're a bad parent because you don't do those things. Your kids take care of those things on their own. But what that really does is teach them responsibility and how to take care of it. And me as a mom, I can jump in when there's an emergency and, and help and save the day. Or I can notice when Kinley's, you know, made six orders and she still has homework to do. I can wash her dishes that day. I don't wash them all the time. Um, she mostly cleans the kitchen herself, but when there's like, when I can just feel a sense of overwhelm, I can jump in at that point. So it's not that you can never parent or never do anything for your kid, um, but really reserving it for the times that matter and make the most impact and then letting them develop that responsibility on their own. Yeah. I think swimming, if anything in her life provided that creation of responsibility, uh, like you said, and if you they're the ones that are on, you know, in the meet and on the blocks. And if they don't make their race, the swim meet doesn't stop. You know, they don't go looking for the swimmer that's missing out of lane three. They just, they run the race and the kid misses it. So that teaches them individual responsibility to get to where they're going, to pay attention during the meet. Um, there's a lot of distraction at those meets with friends and things like that. So I think she uh, was able to use that to her advantage. And ultimately she's, you know, she's learned through maybe some trial and error as well when it comes to business, when it comes to making cakes and Instagram and even driving, uh, you know, she kind of has learned from her mistakes and improved. And, uh, I, I think the, the drive and the motivation probably comes from us and she wants to be better. Um, she's not, you know, just some lazy teenager. And I think that's where, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see that. Um, not saying that you know the other is bad, but it's just it's it's who we are. It's what we do. So we think she'll be fine um, wherever she goes. The parallels from like parenting to being a business owner. Um, it's now just hitting me like 
we've said that DBA and that is not a great place to train people. Like we want people to kind of come in with, you know, hungry, humble, and smart, and they are able to quickly learn things and adapt. And we've, we've kind of said, we're not a training shop. Like you can't come in six months to a year and kind of learn at a pace that's, you know, easy and acceptable. You kind of have to hit the ground running and that parallels to like how we raise our kids, you know, and it's just like accepting a lot of responsibility. You know, there is a lot of grace. There is a lot of freedom with that, both at the team member level and at the child level. But it is, uh, we are not micromanagers. We are not helicopter parents. And I think that is just who we are. So the, the byproduct of who we are is probably not surprising either. And, uh, you know, I think she'll be fine. Uh, as you mentioned earlier in another podcast, she was voted by her class as most likely to be a CEO. Um, so that's probably not surprising that she is driven. Uh, she's not the one thing that, you know, if you were in business and driven by like money and greed, she's not, that that's not there. I, I think, you know, she, she has something that drives her, but it's not that she does love material possessions. She does yeah. love certain brands and expensive items and uh, a life of luxury, I guess. But a lot of those are things that she's bought like this weekend and this month with mother's day coming up. I think she's got over a thousand dollars of orders. Um, as you mentioned, like you helped. And so hopefully you get a commission on that. But, um, the, the main thing there is I think she's doing what she needs to. We probably don't know the whole plan of what she's planning for the next four months or five months when she can't bake and she'll probably reuse content or create content and continue to post in a manner where she doesn't lose her sponsors and she still has followers and things like that. But, um, yeah, she's kind of got a plan and our ideas on our, aren't always her ideas and she doesn't incorporate that and she's fine to do that because the way we raised her. Yeah. And I think another question a lot of people have is how did she, how did she get into baking like that? You know, I have a child who's eight years old and loves to bake also. How did, how did she become what she is today? And I think, you know, for the two of us, we just encouraged both of the girls to, if they see something they like, try it. You know, I, probably come from a, I don't want to fail. I don't want to do it if I think I'm going to fail, so I'm not going to do anything. And I did not want our kids to be that way. I didn't want them to miss out on things because they were worried it wouldn't work. And so I think all of the things came from TV. So we probably also let our kids watch way too much TV. So if yeah. anyone's thinking that we have all the answers and, and we did it right, we didn't. Um, but Kinley wanted to try triathlons. And I'm like, well, you can swim, so let's do it. And I had a friend who did um, triathlon, so shout out to Lauren who helped us learn how to do transitions uh, from the swimming to the biking to the running. And so she did triathlons. And then she, you know, we baked together because it's hot in Texas in the summer. We didn't have a pool our whole lives. Um yet. And so we baked, so we stayed inside and then they would go and take those to the neighbors and, you know, try to get donations or sell those things. And it was really just encouraging them to try things. We threw a lot of her baking in the trash in the beginning. A lot was absolutely terrible, but what we could do was 
provide the kitchen, provide the ingredients. It was simple enough and let her try whatever those things were. Um, we didn't push the things. Everyone asked us, were you a swimmer? Was Marcus a swimmer? Who was a swimmer in your family? Why are they swimming? No, they just wanted to try it and they were good at it and liked it. And so we continued to support them and get them the things that they needed to do well. We are fortunate and blessed and privileged to be able to do that. But that's really the thing. You know, when you think about ingredients for baking and maybe your thought is like, it's going to make such a mess or it's just going to go in the trash because it's going to be terrible. Well, when you really think about it now, it's a little more expensive, but $10 all in, if you took them to the movies, you're going like triple or quadruple that amount. So just kind of providing the space and the things that they would need to be able to try what interests them. Yeah, I would think the only frustrating piece with having them bake good things and things that we've had to throw in the trash are the ingredients that are necessary for the rest of our life. Um, You know, just eggs and flour (laughs) and, uh, you know, you look in the fridge and that's something she's had to learn, kind of like an inventory uh, and create a list of items. And now it's a little bit easier with... um, grocery delivery it never works out for her because she needs it in the moment so i hope that if she does turn this into a a business beyond college that she does get even better at that um just because the scale that she now bakes we don't have the ingredients just laying around like we don't have the boxes or anything like that that is necessary to uh kind of deliver the final product you know just at our disposal so i think that's something that is maybe the only negative also the you know extra pounds that come with eating all the good (laughs) stuff that she now makes but um but i think the one thing there is she has had challenges and things she's had to work through in the business and she is adapted to overcome those challenges like school getting in the way right like i've got homework i can't just bake all night or decorate all night or post all night. Um, she actually does have a pretty big commitment with school and we'll see that, you know, into college years, how that impacts the future. But we said, you know, Hey, here's X amount of money or college will cost X. Uh, you know, there's other paths we could do a lesser college and you could go out and start your business full time, or we could, uh, go buy a, a crumble franchise or a nothing bunt cakes or something and uh, kind of do that. But she ultimately chose this path. And, you know, I guess we're on the journey with her. Yeah. And, um, you know, something else that we did with her when she was young is really prioritizing I, that we still do prioritizing faith and service and community. And so I think that starting her young in that mindset has even helped kind of her desire to do the baking. She knows that it's likely not going to be something that just provides, you know, huge amounts financially, but she loves when people come back, come to pick up their cakes and smile when they see what she's created for them. She loves the fact that almost everything she makes is going to help celebrate something, be it a graduation, a birthday, a wedding, a baby, whatever it might be. Um, She just loves that she plays a part in, you know, someone else's joy. And just also the fact of 
serving others and giving back. And while she does like nice things material wise, um, she does understand that not everybody is the same as she is and that she can use those same gifts to help others. Yeah. I think the, the other thing that I've learned in this process is, um, she's like most business owners and doesn't focus on accounting. Uh, and that's not a priority. She'd rather, she'd rather bake cakes and do what's necessary there on the customer side. She knows if she has money or not, she doesn't know how much of that's revenue or how much of it was expenses or anything else, but she's able to run her business based off her bank account. So hopefully we need to get a, uh, a better system in place if she does really expand this beyond what it is today. Um, you know, the year after the fact accounting and tax return and just being okay with what it is, that's kind of, uh, disheartening to see. So, uh, maybe I didn't have as good of control on that, uh, education as, as I thought. Yeah. Well, you know, if she majors in accounting, things are still changing day by day. We have no idea. Um, she may find a little bit more appreciation of what those numbers can tell her if she knows them, you know, in current day to day, instead of, you know, a year after the fact, she may appreciate that a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's always what like the cobbler's kids have the worst <laughs> shoes type thing. So, um, I don't know if, if that's one of those things where we can continue to help her out, I'd be proud to. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I think just a few things that we've done, we've continued all of the things that we started with her early as far as taking her own responsibility and encouraging her to try new things and, you know, making sure that faith has always been the number one priority in her life. But as she transitioned to junior high and high school years, really um, requiring that she keep commitments. So things maybe that didn't feel fun in the moment or, um, you know, that she maybe had a change of heart or was going to be a burden on her at some point, but really honoring those commitments, no matter what, let your yes be yes. Um, and then I think helping her to manage her money, though you say she doesn't know her exact financial position, she does understand that she can't spend all of her money on things because she has to buy ingredients. She does understand that she has to have gas and have supplies to package that up and all of the things that she needs, uh, as well as savings for later so that when she does get the opportunity to study somewhere that she may not have a job in Switzerland, that she has money to live off of, you know, more than what we're willing to help inject. So, um, yeah, I think there's still been a lot of things here more recently or later in life, different challenges that have come up and different learning opportunities that we've been able to kind of instill some good habits. Yeah. I think one of the quotes I remember you continuing to tell her, um, is you can't quit on a bad day. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it, you know, you kind of have to really let the emotion subside to see if this is something that you're not just doing it in the heat of the moment, like giving up on whatever you started or the commitment that you made. And so I think, um, you know, not quitting on a bad day can hopefully go throughout her life with her and we'll see, you know, it'll be fun to be on the journey and watch, uh, not try to control too much, uh, but watch. 
Yeah. And I think maybe the most beneficial thing that we've done most recently, as she is about to have a ton of changes, I had to do it for my own self. Um, but to allow her or to uh, maybe force her to talk to a counselor, to talk to a professional, as she is navigating all of these changes. And never a year ago, did we think she wouldn't be swimming she would potentially be going to Switzerland. She maybe wouldn't be majoring in business. Um, so many changes from what she thought the end of her senior year might look like and the beginning of her college career might look like to what it's actually going to look like. So just having um, an outlet, someone for her to talk to other than us, uh, you know, uh, our opinions most of the time seem to mean nothing to her or make her want to do the opposite. And so I think having someone that she trusts that she can talk to that's kind of unbiased and definitely someone different than her parents has been really beneficial for her. Yeah. And that was all you um, that recommended that and sought out that counselor and tried another counselor and things. And so uh, she did not love it at first. Um, now she I don't know that she would tell us that she enjoys it, or but she's gone back. She keeps going back, and she extends. Her counselor now buys cakes from her and cupcakes. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe it just became a business, yeah, a business relationship. We should see if we can just get like trade services in there instead yeah. of paying. Um, yes. Yeah, so the interesting thing, if any listeners do not have teenagers yet, or you'll laugh if you have had teenagers, is she didn't want to go to counseling. She didn't like going to counseling. But here recently, when I said, do you want this to be your last appointment? She said, well, maybe I'll just keep going for a few more times. And so I think that's how we can infer that she feels it's beneficial to her in some capacity. Yeah. Good call, mom. Good call. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been an excellent conversation all about Kinley. Shout out to her, whatever her plans may be, wherever her path may go. We're super proud of her and um, just can't wait to be along for the ride. Yep. All right. See you on the next. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. If you have thoughts, comments, or feedback you would like to share, please leave us a comment or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.